Bonjour, good evening, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. You know, we talk on this show about your relationships, we talk about your love story, my love story, we talk about love of life, la joie de vivre. And just a quick story on my way here in the elevator who takes me down from my condo up to the parking lot, I just witnessed a couple fighting out loud about who was going to pay for the groceries tonight. I just, I was like, come on, don't have those fights in public so loudly, <laughs> or at least have a sense of humor. Anyway, that made me smile a little bit. Uh, I, you know, it's all about your relationship. So let me go to the call, because I got a woman who witnessed her boyfriend having private conversation with the mother of his kid, and she wants to know what to do. That's next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. It's all about your relationships. So when you have a question, call me 855-905-8255. And I'm going to go to Leila right now on the phone. Bonjour, Leila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What is going on? Well, I've been seeing a great guy for a while now. And he has a little girl from a previous relationship. Uh-huh. Um, and he has conversations with his ex kind of quietly. And he doesn't really talk to me about them. Um, and so I don't know if I should be suspicious or understanding. So you've dated him for how long have you been dating him? We've been dating for three months. Right. So I don't find it so you know troubling that he has this private conversation uh, for now. It would be troubling if it would be a year in or two year in. It would be a different answer. For now, I would be cool about it unless your intuition because I always trust women intuition, rings that something shady is going on. Is that what you feel or not? I don't know at this point if it's early in the relationship and I'm still insecure about how we're going and that's leading to it or if it's really intuition. Okay, so your intuition would feel inside of you like a gut feeling that there's some cheating or something romantic. That would be what the red flag would be. If it's just that you're not included yet, that's not your intuition. That's just factual. I think that might be it, that I'm just feeling left out and um, not included yet. Exactly. So that's my take, too. So I think it's worse at the right time, a light conversation about, you know, in the months to come, if things are going well, you said, you know, uh, how's everything, you know, with your daughter? And, you know, I'd I'd love to feel more included uh, for our future. But you wait, because three months, 90 days is not much compared to years of being a father or with his ex-wife or the mother of the kid. So I would give it time. And just follow your intuition. You'll be good. Okay, thank you. Best of luck to you, Lila. Thank you for calling. Thank you. More rendez-vous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. I just talked to Lila who said that, you know, she has this new relationship. There's a little girl. And she was wondering why the father little girl sometimes has private conversations with his ex. And she doesn't feel included. And I said to her, I said, you know, when you date somebody who has kids, and I have dated wonderful women with kids for the last 15 years. I know there's a time that would say none of my business, that for the first year, I don't go three months, I go sometimes the first year to let my new girlfriend have her time, talk to her ex, she can even have dinner, lunch, breakfast, I don't care, because they have created a family together way before I came to her. And we cannot be jealous, we cannot feel, oh, it's against us. We have to embrace everybody else's families. So when you meet somebody wonderful and they have kids, Give them the space and the time. And there's other things that I want to share with you, a little bit of a few tips that I've learned about what makes dating somebody with a kid a little easier for everybody. And that's coming up next on The Rendezvous.
Simon Marcel, welcome back to the rendezvous. You know, I'm just talking about how important it is when you date somebody with kids. And I have done it mostly in the last 15 years, and it's always wonderful. I said the first tip you have to remember is give them the space and time. Always remember, their kids come first. If you can't deal with that, you can't date somebody who has kids. The second thing is, you got to also remember you will be introduced as friends. I've always said at first, because people don't know if it's going to work out, and I think it's safe when you date somebody who have kids that they're not going to introduce you right away as boyfriend, girlfriend, but to their kids as just, hey, here's my friend Simon or whatever your name is. And that's okay. And then also remember, because they have kids, they're more busy than me who have no kids. So I give them the space and time to text back, call back, get together, because the kids always come first. And if you apply this magic formula, it's just wonderful. But you've got to remember the three tips. Your emails and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. When you have a question, you can always either call me or you can email me your questions at therendezvousshow.com and my rep producer, Trisha, will read it out loud for me. Go ahead, Trisha. Bonjour. All right. So this is an email from Anna. Yes. She says, hello, Simon. Hello, Anna. I think I've met the man of my dreams, but I'm very concerned. Hmm. He's technically still married, but separated with his wife. He tells me that there's no way he'd get back with her and that I'm his dream woman as well. Have you ever heard of a good, lasting relationship coming from a situation like this? I'm very emotionally invested in him, and I've never felt like anything like this before. Anna, thank you for your email and question. So here's the good news. I've had plenty of stories, friends of mine, who once they decided they were going through a divorce, uh, were separated, not living in the same home, and did what was not on paper the right way, so didn't wait for the whole divorce, because sometimes it takes, to be honest, one to two years or more sometimes. And they applied the rule, which is okay with me, which is if you feel there is true love and people are physically separated, totally separated, and you get to know the person slowly and you see things are clean and straight, yes, you can do it. Because I believe in true love and I believe that timing depends on how honest the persons are. Meaning, you can have somebody who's still married on paper because they have not finished the procedure and it's long and they have no love for the ex at all and they can be open to you. So I would say go for it. If your intuition tells you there is true love and you met the man of your life, Hannah, and he lives separately from his ex-wife, I would start dating him. That's me. It worked for some of my friends and it's a case by case. But if you feel it, you do it only if it's truly separated. That's my take. Actually, Simon, my friend has a similar situation. Your friend, Trisha? Yeah, she does. And she's hmm. dating somebody that is married okay. but separated. Okay. But he still sees his wife like once a week, even though he's seeing my friend. Okay, that's a different situation. And that's, we're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. We're talking about what do you do if you meet someone, if you like someone, if you love someone who's married but separated. I said go for it. If they're separated and you think it's the man or woman of your life, you give it a dare. And then Trisha said that she had a question. Go ahead, Trisha. Say again. So my friend is dating a man that is still married but separated from his wife. Okay. And she told me that he still sees his wife 
like once a week, even though he's seeing my friend, talks to the wife probably every day and that the wife wants to live with him again. That's what he told her. Uh Uh-huh. But then he says, no, like I don't, there's no way I'm going to live with her. But that makes me feel like there's something still going on between the wife and him. Okay, so that's a different situation. So I'm going to answer it for your friend next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Dating somebody married, separated, good or bad. First, I said, listen, if it's totally clean cut and the marriage is not finalized, but they are separated totally, give it a chance. Then my web producer, Trisha, said to me, but she has a girlfriend who called her and said that she has been seeing a guy who's married, living separately from his wife, but he said his wife wants to move back in with him, and he said no. She doesn't know what to think. Now, listen, this is a different situation. The fact that he said it means he's thinking about it, right? Or I would have shut down this right away. So if I was your girlfriend, I would just say, listen, my intuition feels something is off. I would take a break from that. Remember, the condition to date somebody married and separated is... The separation is 100%, not 99, 100% emotionally and physically separated. So tell your friend, take a break and ask all the questions. And speaking of questions, if you have one for me, call me at 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel on The Rendezvous. It's all about your relationships. So you have a question, 855-905-8255. Let me go to Fred now who's waiting. Fred, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. What is going on, Fred? Uh, well, I'm having a little bit of a disconnect in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm married for a couple of years. We're, we're very happily married. I love my wife. She's great. She's very supportive. But I, I work very long hours. Okay. And I'm away a lot. And I feel like I'm not only not around as much as she would like, but mm-hmm. when I'm here, I think that she would like me to be more present. And I'd like to be as present as possible, but I also want to work as hard as possible so that my wife and I can have the lifestyle that we want in the future. Okay, so I totally understand the situation. I think a lot of people, a lot of us at one point, we work all hard and we have to adapt. But there's one thing you can do. You have to be a little bit more romantic, okay? So when she says you're not attentive enough, so remember flowers, notes, Mm -hmm. text, phone calls, little attention. It's not about all the time in the form of, oh, I need to spend so much time all the time together because she works, you work, we all live in reality. It's the fact that you reintroduce romance into your marriage. That's what I think she means when she says you're not attentive. It's often about a little reminder how much you love her. Without guilting her that you work so hard for both of you, it should not be about that. It should be about, listen... In the present, we're going to make tonight fabulous. Before you leave, even if you have no time to buy a lot of flowers, buy one rose, put it on the, on the pillow. Do things that make her feel special again. It doesn't take much time. It takes attention. And attention is an expression of love. Pay attention to her. Become more romantic again, please. Okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. All right. Romance solves a lot of problems. Trust me. Have a good night. Good luck to you and your wife, Fred. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've been in that situation. I'm sure you have been too, where you don't know how to balance work and your relationship. I want to talk about that more next on The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Work and relationship, how to balance both, right? So I've used, I'm guilty of this, 
We work hard, so I don't pay attention enough to my girlfriend at one point, and I use that as an excuse. Have you ever had that in your life? Because we all work hard. Everybody's super busy. By the way, you know, whether you work in an office, whether you take care of your kids, everybody's super busy, but we got to keep the romance alive. And work should never get in the way of that thought, which is before I leave the house, a little note, a little text, something to make us feel appreciated, loved, and cared for. Even if we are super hardworking, we all are super busy, never forget the foundation of your family or your relationship. And that's us, you and me. Just a, a piece of advice on this one. Actually, let me share with you one story where I really use work as an excuse not to invest my time in my relationship, and I paid for it. That's next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. You know, we all have to balance work and love, love and work. And I want to share that story. I was about 26 years old, that young executive in Paris working in advertising. And I had this wonderful girlfriend, wonderful. And uh, at the beginning, you know, I was romantic, paying attention and still traveling, working, you know, hustling, trying to get up in the ladder of, of advertising. And one thing happened is that I took my girlfriend for granted. And I thought work was more important, so I would you know, not let her know exactly what's going on in terms of when I'm coming home and, and use work as an excuse for my bad mood, my grumpiness, my fatigue, my, whatever it was. It was always, I work harder than you, basically. It was arrogant of me, and it was a big mistake. And what happened at the end? She dumped my French derriere, and I cried, and I missed her. And I realized that day that my French derriere got dumped because... I thought I could just use work as an excuse for not paying attention to her. That was 100% wrong. Don't do like me. Do better than me. Uh, you call that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous and sharing your romantic stories because I believe romance is alive everywhere in America. Let me go to Gabriela who has a story for us. Bonjour, Gabriela. Hi, how are you? Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, you have bonjour. a romantic story to share with us? Yeah, so my boyfriend and I, we've, we've been dating now for about a year, but when we first started dating, we went out on our first date, and mm -hmm. it went lovely, and then he was going home for the following two weeks, like literally the next day, mm -hmm. and um, before he left, he had swung by my house, because he knew where I lived because he had dropped me off after our date, but he stopped by on his way to the airport to leave rose petals all the way from my front door all the way down my sidewalk down my driveway and at the time i was parking on the street in front of my house uh -huh. and he left rose petals literally all the way to the front door of my car and he left a, a rose and a card on my windshield of my car oh my god before he left for the two weeks and i mean it's a little corny i guess when i think about it and talk about it but it just brought such a smile to my face I'm like, for sure. i don't know it was the sweetest thing and i guess in that moment i was like i like this guy <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean what's not to like i mean somebody who takes the time to do that uh, th that is a wonderful story i mean has he done it again since then or that was a one-time thing well the rose petals was a one-time thing but when he did get back he did something similar where I was gone, and the day that I came back from my trip, uh -huh. he had managed to stop by, like, right before I came home to leave. I have, like, a metal design in front of my screen door, okay. and he stuck roses in there, <laughs> so that when I came <laughs> home, I had flowers and a cute card upon my arrival, and that was maybe two months later. G listen, I'm so glad you shared that, because for all of us guys, this is inspiring. 
You know, once we sometimes we forget, and what you <laughs> just did is inspire all of us men to up our games and be more romantic. So thank you so much for sharing this. I'm inspired. Thumbs up to you, boyfriend. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank raise you. the bar there. Thank you so much. Have a good night. More of The Rendezvous next. Bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. You know, what a show. Thank you so much for uh, listening to me and, and The Rendezvous every night. Thank you for uh, spending your evening with me. I love the phone calls. I love uh, the questions and then sharing also your love stories. Because I've always said to myself, you know how you, things are in the news are not so good. It's hot days, this, that. But then there's every time, every second, somebody say, I love you to someone else. And we don't hear it, right? Because we're not there. So when you do that on this show and you share with me your love story, it just illuminates my evening. So thank you for that. Uh, another thing that illuminates my, my day is when you go listen to my podcast on our heart radio, La Confession, or go to my website, therendezvousshow.com. We have some great stuff. We have all the shows. We have special interviews. We have stuff about me too as your host. The Rendezvous never goes to sleep because you can email me at therendezvousshow.com all the time, you question, or you can leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll answer it. I'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you et bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.